Breaking news. Breaking news at the news desk. This is Daycare Dittos. Breaking news. News time. Thanks for clocking in to the news. We got an eye for the scoops. We got scoops Tostitos. The kind that are like a little dish for your salsa. My name is Dave Newsman. I'm here with Peter Weatherman. And I'm Peter Weatherman. I've got a nose for weather. <laughs> Sunny day. And sports Mageddon Sarah. Sports? Oh my god, I have a broken rib cage and shin splints. <laughs> That's from all your sports, but we're not talking about that. We're here for a very special quick update about the Pokemon 25th anniversary. Woohoo! Happy 25th birthday, Pokemon. You can now officially uh, drink. Rent, rent a car? R rent, rent a car, <laughs> yeah. And you're one year away from being off of your parents' insurance. Oh, that was always the worst one. Yeah, so you better stock up on those full heels. How about you yeah. get a real job? How, how about that? Nurse Joy is going to be like, your Pokemon are a full fighting fit. That'll be... <laughs> $3,000. It's so easy for me to gauge the age of Pokemon because I'm exactly, almost exactly one year older than it. Show off. I know, right? <laughs> well, I was a youngin when Pokemon first hit the scene. So as we know, 96 was officially when it started. We did not get it in the U.S. until a little bit later. Um, and we were able to follow... The whole history of Pokemon, generation by generation, and even device and product throughout right. its whole life cycle in the beginning of the, uh, we'll call it a Direct, a Pokemon Direct. Which was probably one of my favorite parts, which Dave and I, we spoke about this together when we were watching it. It literally brought you through every single device that you can play Pokemon on in every way, shape, and form. Yeah, it missed... Uh... A couple. It missed. It, uh, <laughs> it missed the uh, what Coliseum and uh, Gale of Darkness on the GameCube. Which and, I and there guess... were some oh, weird yeah. games that they threw in there, like Pokemon Dash. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, that, va vaguely. That game sucked. It was like on DS, <laughs> and all you did was like, just like roll, move the cursor. Not even the cursor. Like you the circled it, right? You just no, made that a was bunch Pokemon Ranger. Oh. Pokemon Dash is like you just keep. Drawing a straight line forward a bunch. Oh, did they have Ranger on there? I don't remember. Ranger was seeing... on there. Okay. Because they said it said circling. Did they have Troze? Troze? No, but they had Puzzle League. Okay. And they didn't have Conquest, which is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, I, I still need to play that one. Oh, one, one of the best. I found my copy if you need. Um, and they also missed um, they had the Pokewalker, which was cool. Uh, they missed the oh my god why am i i'm drawing a blank when i was watching it, it was like you oh, know i've played missed. a couple of unofficial pokemon dating sims and i didn't see any <laughs> of those on there they didn't mention new grounds at all <laughs> yeah they didn't uh they didn't mention uh uh misty's uh misty's basement um, <laughs> Ooh. um the, oh, another weird thing too is that like when they first mentioned movies it was for like in the white and black era and i was like yeah you, you kind of skipped it on uh you know 
Yeah. Probably should have brought it up with uh, me too. Your first theatrical appearances that uh, took the nation by storm. Yeah, it's crazy. But all in all, it was a heartwarming and nostalgic look back through all the things that I'll need to end up buying for my collection. Uh, (laughs) I I really, I really liked it. I thought that, uh, you know, watching it go through just everything and remembering the excitement I felt every single time any of those things were announced, whether I picked them up or not, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, um, it, it, brought back my childhood wonder and excitement is something that i don't feel as an adult and uh, getting back to those feelings make me uh you know super pumped and amped again so that's what it's all about yeah and then little things that you've like heard about but you never seen like i always thought it was crazy that they did uh pokemon trading through cell phone for uh gold and silver which was in uh japan also something crazy people have been doing recently they basically made their own game cart that will control an apple tv off of a game boy color wow because the original apple ar remote that was sold for apple tvs still work on current gen and the ar off the top which was rarely used mostly for like mystery gifts and things yeah uh, gold and silver very few times you can use that ar to control um an Apple TV, and I'm guessing a bunch of other AR devices, which is kind of cool. So it was fun to see the different things, all the trading cables. Apparently, there was a dongle that would allow you to plug your DS into your PC to get to the world trade. Okay, if, yeah. which was kind of cool. I I don't know how that works because at that point, I mean, you you had Wi-Fi on your DS at that point, so it wasn't it was yeah. weird. Did seeing all of those different cables bring back uh, fond memories of you uh, having two of your own Game Boys set up on your own bed with your own trading cable and just trading with yourself because you didn't want to bother any of your friends? I had two (laughs) brothers. My parents, I would, like, the only other Game Boys I had was, like, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color, so I could trade between my gold and my red, but... Yeah, it's crazy that, you know, so much has existed. Even seeing, like, Pokemon Snap with the sticker sheet and then putting yeah. it into, like, a little album. Just, like... Yeah, that was that was such a uh, a blast from the past. It was so fun. And, even and it's if you're coming not, back. It is. Uh, and even if you're not nostalgic for, you know, 1996, 98, like, Sarah, you're saying you only started playing later because you were a child then. Uh, and not the right <laughs> kind of child. Uh, no, I not was the just child not. With the I was just not exposed to Pokemon as a kid. You know, I was definitely. I grew up with the. I grew up with the, with the age of Pokemon for sure. Yeah. But I just you probably mm-hmm. saved a lot of money. Probably. Well, my parents yeah. probably did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, regardless of where you hopped onto the Pokemon uh, train, it's a fun watch. So I highly recommend that. Of course, you can watch all the announcement trailers separately. But I mean, just. Why it's the first what five minutes of a twenty minute presentation worth seeing, um, and then like Sarah was saying, there were a couple different announcements. One we knew, and I seriously I've been waiting for this for years. Before I knew what a speed run was, I used to play this game and try to beat it as fast as I could. Uh, that's the old Pokemon Snap, but we are getting the new Pokemon Snap in April. 
Yeah, April 30th. It's that be, seems uh, like so so far away, but it's really not. Yeah, we're technically right about to switch into March, so. I know. So two um, months away. Yeah. And then, of course, April, my birthday month, so. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, somebody's getting uh, something under their birthday tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's And it looks so good, and it has all the things that, like, I expected from this. It looks like you're still on a track, which I'm fine with. For people that are not uh, familiar with the original Pokemon Snap, basically, it think of, like, a Disney ride. <laughs> think of Time Crisis. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's like, a, think of, like, a Disney ride where you're, like, on a track going through and, like, there's different events happening all around you. And you can take pictures and you can change those events by throwing apples uh pester balls as they were called which were basically like pokeballs <laughs> that just smelt like shit and you can like <laughs> whip them at people yeah they were uh, filled with fart juice yeah so you can hurl a fart and then you could play the polka flute and yeah which was the best part because it rocked and it made them like dance and there were different yeah. songs and the whole point was to get like different pokemon to a Appear, or you can do an event to like yeah. evolve them and it was L- like lure tedious. pokemon into each other so that they'll uh you know punch each other for a good action shot or that they'll like play with each other for a cute shot or uh come out of a bush so that you can finally see what was making all that rustling noise and it got convoluted and crazy which was so fun like I remember at the beginning of the river level, you had to throw a pester ball or a an apple at a magic carp, and it would fire out of the, when it jumped out of the water. It would fall onto the land, and then would get it would get punched by a manky. Yeah, and it would get punched so hard by a manky that it would fire off to the later part of the level where there were, um, I think, sand shrews. And you have to, like, knock a golem out of a wall, and it will make the Sanchu fall out, which will fire the Magikarp again up into a waterfall where it'll be so mad that it'll evolve into a Gyarados and hang over you like, ah, fuck you! Like, and you get that some dope shots. That is freaking epic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you don't, it's not free roaming, you don't get to walk around, but it's it kind of makes it a fun game because, like... Yeah. You're I love this... how Nintendo thought like, oh, you know that uh, you know that arcade classic rail shooter format. We're gonna turn it into snapping pictures with your your favorite Pokemon, House of the Dead. Yeah, more like photos of the yeah. mouth. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my other favorite in that genre is uh, typing of the dead. Yes, that was classic. a good one. But Classic. not Pokemon related. So also, I there was there was a typing Pokemon game. I had no idea you could hook like a Bluetooth keyboard up to your DS. Did you see that? That was dope. The one I remember seeing in that was uh, uh, Pikachu helps you your kids brush their teeth. Yeah, that's. I was a big just one. gonna say that. Yep, yep. Um, but I yeah, need so that game. new Pokemon Snap is that? That's the title, right? It's just like yeah, new Pokemon I, yeah, Snap. Pokemon I think Snap. Was, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, and it looks cool. They they got rid of the looks, pester balls. Yeah, it looks beautiful to me. They they changed it with blue balls, right? <laughs> I guess so. You get like these sparkly, jizzy blue balls that you throw, 
and it makes them like sparkle and happy. So it's like it's like throwing drugs. It's like meth. <laughs> it's like crystal meth that you yeah. throw at your Pokemon. Yeah, they the were only like... thing I don't like is that it is a full sixty dollar game. I'm okay with that. Um, I mean, well, the, here's the thing. I think we're we're uh, assuming that it's gonna be shorter, at, at, like the original Pokemon Snap, which you could beat in like half I don't hour. know, like yeah, half an hour, hour tops. But yeah. who knows? This one might be bigger. Yeah, and the Gir- thing girthier. too is that the- oh, and. I- one thing I really liked too is that it's set in the lentil region, the bean region. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just bummed we don't get Professor Oak. So we have a new professor and two new friends that are on this adventure. Of course, the main reason to play Pokemon Snap, the original one, is just to hear Professor Oak uh, comment on your stuff. He would just be like, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> what else did he say? You were close. Yeah. Well you done. Were, well done. You were close. <laughs> Just like, oh. But uh, a cool thing is that there is a photo editor mode, so you can finally crop your oh, photos. That's going to be so fun. Zoom in. You can put, like, stickers on it, and then you can it post like them you can online. It looks like you can put filters on it, too, I think. You know, they, they like, brightened up some areas. and It looks really, really awesome. And also, like, it's it's there's, like, a social media aspect to it, too. Yes. So if you get enough likes on your photos you get you know rewards and and noticed by others and it's like you know like yeah like this is like pokemon version of of instagram and i'm like oh okay i'm into it so what i think we should do as a podcast is we should put together like a deviant art of our photography portfolio (laughs) with our pokemon snap photos and we should get our best photos and get some from listeners and see if we can get like a Shutterfly book printed. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. And we could do like a community, like a daycare ditto's uh, photography book. I'm yeah. with it. What do you all think? I want to. Listeners, ready. let us know. I'm ready, but um, so yeah. Reach out we, to me on my Shutterfly account. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can reach me on DeviantArt. My name is uh, Jizzy Pregnant Sonic. <laughs> at deviantart.puss um yeah so there's a lot of fun stuff to look forward to a lot of cool pokemon in underwater level i'm just missing todd and my good old boy sammy oak yeah well what were the there's there's two uh helpers and uh two two um uh todd uh uh People. Adjacent, yeah, <laughs> yeah, adjacent. That was Todd adjacent, and there, yeah, male, yeah. female, and then there's like and then the new professor who's Professor Mirror. Yeah, I think? Professor Mirror. A little photography joke for the photo heads in the room. Not to be confused with our boy Mirror B from uh, Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon yeah. uh, Gale of Darkness. Oh, who knows? Deep yeah. lore in, in that. Ooh, could but be. it's gonna be fun. It'll be good. I'm, I'm, I, for one, I've been demanding this forever. You know, really, when it comes right down to it, um, I'm just as excited for, for this one uh, as the other three games that they uh, were talking about, too. Like, all, all of them look like my, my hype level is just um, a 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's like if there was one of those, like, thermometers for excitement or, like, you know, when there's, like, a charity. 
Yeah. Like, it would be like, we can only fit $1,000 in this chart, but, like, you're at $1,000 from the beginning and all the way through. And you, yeah. just keep, on, you just keep running the marathon over and over and over again. They can't stop you. Yeah. On a, a scale from 6 to 12, I'm at a full massy 12. He's full massed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we should move on. We got three big games. I know that they're saying things like uh, Pokemon Masters or whatever. Like, you know, that game on the phone that nobody plays. Uh, of course, they're adding Leon. And then, I don't know, you can brush your teeth better. And the legendary Birds and Mewtwo are in Pokemon Go at Raid Battles. But more importantly, oh, and also Gigantamax Pikachu showing up around the Galar region. We got to finally look at one of my favorite and I think most underrated Pokemon games. Uh, we are going back to 2016 in the world of Pokemon, and we get Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Yeah, the Gen 4 uh, remakes. Uh, they were speculated for uh, years. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> years now, ever since the Gen 3 remakes. Um, People were uh, clamoring for Gen 4. and um, I even remember yeah. when Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee were set to come out. There were still rumors that that was going to be the Diamond Pearl remake. Yeah, people are really uh, uh, sour on Kanto right now because it's kind of been overdone. So it's I, I would have to agree with that. I think it's way overdone. And I'm so excited for this because this was officially my first Pokemon game that I played. Oh, yeah, I personally um, love Gen 4. I hated original Diamond and Pearl for one reason and one reason only. Everything felt really slow. Everything was kind of uh, lagging when you hit. Uh, it took like pr- like 10, 15 seconds for like your, your next move to, to come up. Um, you know, hopefully... Uh, in this uh, remake, everything's a little bit snappier. And if it's just even a little bit snappier, I- I'm going to be in love. Uh, you and know, it, it looks one thing that I'm happy is that um, this is something friends of the pod, Carl from the every FNF podcast and our good buddy, Fabio. Um, we were discussing after this morning that we're just really happy that they're taking a new art direction with this as well. Totally. I love it. I love it so much kind of reminded me of the link to the past yes absolutely so what it looks like to us is that link to the past wanted to remake the game as if it were toys like you were playing with toys out on like a mat so everything had this like plasticky sheen um the stylized for this one from what we were discussing is it's kind of taking the classic game boy top-down view of the Pokemon characters in like, I, I guess there's no better world than like the world map, you know, the normal view because you're very chody. Yes. <laughs> even if like the camera could move down to side by side, you would not have the look of an average person. Yeah, you are your head is chody. like, is like half of your body weight. So right. they had to like hello kitty eyes it and had to basically inspire a cute, but still very Pokemon style based off of past art. And I think like all together, it looks awesome. It looks very much like the game. My only thing that I want to see is Pokemon following you. Yeah. 
because that would just be too much. That would be adorable. I uh, I don't think I've ever, other than um, Special Pikachu Edition, I don't think I've ever played one of the games where you actually have a Pokemon following you. Soul Silver and uh, Heart Gold were the first really to put that in there. After yeah, and I've, yeah, I've never played them. In fact, Ooh, as good. much as I love Gen Two, I've played very little Gen Two. Um, so um, we'll need to change that. Yeah, right. Certainly. Well, talking about rumors, that was another rumor that we were going to be getting a Let's Go Pichu. I saw Pichu. there were even like box art. There's everybody was picking what Pokemon it would have been. I've I seen saw, everything from uh, Snubble to Let's oh, Go wow. Quillfish, Let's Go Bidoof. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but of course, you know, maybe in the future. I loved Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. I really I did. Too. I haven't played those either. Oh, just, Peter, you mm-hmm. have to. It is one of my honestly. It's like a guilty pleasure. That's one of my favorite games. I just wish it has some Pokemon Go mechanics. I wish you could battle Pokemon wildly and leveling up gets annoying in that game. Other than that, it's a fun experience and kind of like a fly by your seat quick playthrough of, of Yeah, but leveling up you got like it's easy to do if you do it right. That's that's why. I mean like it's just kind of I don't know. It's it's autopilot in a lot of ways. It's but but it's not because you have strategy in the way that you catch your pokemon and like, you know, I, I don't know. I really really enjoyed the game mechanic. I thought it was really a little bit different from your average pokemon game and I just thought it was so fun because it integrated the the really like the really big focus of Pokemon Go at the time to a handheld game. Yeah. Oh man. I'll, I'll have to play it cuz I legitimately know almost nothing about Let's Go. Oh, you're going to uh, love Pikachu it. And Let's Go Eevee. You can like play with your Pikachu or Eevee and like rub their head and give them a different haircut and dress them up. Like mine's like a little hipster. He's got like thick rim glasses and a bandana around his tail and like a camo t-shirt. No, he's wearing a Team Rocket t-shirt because he's ironic. I forgot. Uh, I really just enjoy the the overworld Pokemon. How you could just see wild Pokemon just walking in the grass, like chilling or flying yeah. in the air. Yeah, that's like one that. of the things in uh, Sword and Shield that I liked. Where yeah. I, I, you know, I'll know what's in the grass so I don't mm-hmm. have to, like, go for the Caterpie after I've seen him once. But Which... it's just so interesting. I just think that the camera angles are really nice for when you see the Pokemon flying above you. I just, I, I love this game so, so much. So we're, we're not going to get that in this game. It looks like we're going to have traditional play with the grass. Right. Of course, we had some shaking grass. I think this was the first one that gave us the shaking grass, but we um also for the people who don't like the art style it looks like when you go into the battle the rpg style you get stretched out back into a um yeah because i remember seeing the um rival barry in all of his glory he's actually one of my favorite rivals the gen 4 rival i think he's so charming (laughs) he's fun he's (laughs) kind of like what's the current one uh current rival in a sword shield oh my god are you talking about bead no hop hop. yeah he's like like hop is a version of him that just does nothing hop is just uh how from uh sun and moon (laughs) he just keeps coming back too man he gets like so defeated after every time you you beat him and he's like oh man he like does this very dramatic animation of him just being super upset and then he just comes at you like super strong he's like i'm gonna beat you this time and you're like no kid you're not go away (laughs) he's the first rival to like you pick your starter first and he picked the one that's weak against it like 
What is right, this? Right, exactly. That's like paying rock, paper, scissors, shoot, and you're like, I'll go first. <laughs> and but then you're like, like, your turn. <laughs> I, I saw, I think I read of an article or saw a video or something that talks about why they've made these Pokemon games in the later generations so much easier these days. Yeah. You know, and I guess it's 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 really like they're, they're still, which I don't know why Pokemon continues to do this, but they're trying to target the younger audience even to this day when they know like the most I, I don't know who knows what the statistics are but i i would think that the general audience is people our age <laughs> yeah i th- i think also one of the things that they're trying to avoid is that um since pokemon's a pretty complicated game uh you know there's uh what 800 plus pokemon now um uh they really don't want somebody to like who doesn't know what they're doing to like accidentally release Pokemon and like, or like get drunk one day and just like (laughs) go and destroy their car and never be able to get back from that. So they want to give you enough tools that if you made it all the way to the elite four somehow with like, and you're, you're the worst strategist ever, you could still like, you know, uh, make it like they they don't want you to ever feel dejected and like ah screw this there's no way uh forward but also y- the the beauty of pokemon is that it, you know from listening to this podcast you can complicate it as much as you'd like that yeah. is very true i mean yeah, you see you that by solo runs you can yeah. uh main switch which is nuzlocke yeah nuzlocke you can but uh, competitive play the items moves and breeding alone i mean you can do so much and there's so many different little aspects of that that pokedex i am a very much a pokedex kind of player yeah so i mean there's something in it for everybody which is yeah and i can't read so i don't know what the pokedex is about (laughs) you know it's that big list of those letters and numbers I think it. I think it's got now up to all twenty six letters in it, which is oh, really nice. That's pretty good. I heard they're coming out with a twenty seventh, but we're gonna have to wait for the next Nintendo Direct. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, it's called Zach. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new letter. Uh, yeah, and then um, so we're getting a lot of classic uh, homage, and I think it kind of goes hand in hand. By the way, that is coming out the end of 2021 my guess for these games it's usually a november release yeah. uh something that could head them into the holiday season um right before but, black friday maybe yeah and and they're gonna want to get us uh to remember the sino region because we are returning to it in a time before computers and mewtwo's and whatnot uh for one of the craziest announcements just that this this was such a surprise i saw no spoilers or anything about it but we are getting uh pokemon legends arceus so excited yeah breath of the wild pokemon pokemon of the wild completely open world breath of the arceus you hide in the grass to catch the pokemon from a distance your Pokemon go up and slash other Pokemon during you battle. Could, you could do a, a somersault. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> this is like the most epic looking Pokemon game I have seen yet. Yeah, they, they're they actually um, 
pushing the envelope for once uh, because Pokemon tends to be like very formulaic and safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love anything that pushes the series um, a little bit further because, you know, obviously Pokemon, the cash cow, they want to be able to count on the, the money rolling in and they, you know, kind of stick to a script. But this is, uh, you know, this could be a game changer, you know? It could. And it, what's interesting, too, is Dave and I, had like, we're, we're having a conversation after we watched it together. And we were like, well, this is interesting because it's taking place way back when, right? So yeah. certain Pokemon cannot be in this game. Yeah. So I'm interested to see which Pokemon are actually there and which are not. Because, like, an obvious one that Dave pointed out was Mewtwo cannot be there. No. Yeah. Mewtwo and Porygon. Right. Because uh, Porygon in the Pokedex, I actually saw something about a t- the timeline for Pokemon that uh, Porygon was only discovered and created 20 years before Red. Oh, wow. Okay. So this looks very, <laughs> they're like dressed up. It looks like Naruto clothes. Like it's, it's very yeah. traditional, but like, you yeah. know what I mean? They, By they... Naruto, it's traditional, but they have modern stuff. Like there are a version yeah. of Pokemon pokeballs like the pokeball even is is super antiquated looking yeah and it looks really cool they did a really good job with that pokeball they did a really good job with the costumes the the two uh the male and the female protagonists kind of look like uh the uh Sinnoh region uh protagonists as well they have the hats yeah but uh, it's cool dawn and lucas mm-hmm. is their names yeah okay i just like that one of the cool things too, it's going to be like something in Breath of the Wild. I know it's going to get so many comparisons to that, but yeah. like you know, in Breath of the Wild, because it's supposed to be like another version, you can find buildings and stuff from like Ocarina of Time. Like, oh, this was this. This was Lon Lon Ranch. This was that. Oh yeah. And that's like an a f- like fast forward apocalypse. But this, you're going to see the land before it became what it was in diamond pearl and i feel like now the diamond pearl map if i popped into that game and i still think diamond pearl is the pokemon game i have probably played the most of beyond Hmm. all other games we were so competitive in breeding and i have so many teams in it i i still would not you know recognize it it took me a little bit to be a little bit more you know uh close with the map but that's why it's so cool we're getting this early 2022 yeah so it'll give us time to become you know masters yeah. of the center region i'm almost overwhelmed by it It takes me a little longer to complete a pokedex in a new pokemon game so i mean i'm guessing if we have like a november launch for the brilliant diamond and shining pearl i think it was and then if we have like maybe a march release i'll be okay with it but i'm so interested to see that they're going to be released so close together um, and also, Pearl and Diamond is created by the Pokemon Home developers. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Ilka, I L C A. Yeah. Right. I think they also worked on. Uh, I saw the list of games that they worked on too. You know, they they worked on some other games too. Specifically, games I have that I haven't played yet, but I have to play now. Um, Near Automata and Yakuza Zero both sitting in my steam library that i've been waiting to play so um and i'm, I'm wondering this is something that uh, i wanted to ask when uh pearl and diamond come out 
is that going to be the current Pokemon game? Or do you think Sword and Shield is still the current I'm not Pokemon gonna, game? I'm not going to look at Sword and Shield ever again after this comes out. Well, I'm I don't gonna know go about really? that. No, I no, don't but know. I, I mean I... competitively and like everything. No, you want to know what? I think Sword and Shield will still stay put because I think it, like Diamond and Pearl is going to remind me a lot of how uh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu was. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it, it's going to be interesting you, you... to see because I don't know. You can have four games in a generation. I, I, I feel like they're going to have the same niche that um, uh, Ruby Sapphire, Fire Red Leaf Green had. They all are like interchangeable in that generation. They just are uh, it was the, kind of similar. the main line and the remake. Yeah. Right, and it was similar in the X and Y and then Alpha or Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire kind of thing. Yeah. Too. I just wonder because... Um we don't know anything about which Pokemon will be accessible in this game. I know right. there was an end game couple areas where you could pick up some like earlier gen, but mm -hmm. of course, being that it is this early, there are a bunch that are missing from first through third gen. And of course, nothing beyond fourth gen is, is in there. So I'm just wondering if this is something where it's like kind of a side quest. You can go, you can play, and then Pokemon Home or send all those Pokemon to your yeah. uh, your Sword and Shield, which is just what I'm wondering because, I, I mean, they really need one set base for tournament play, and, I mean, the fans are really going to be the ones who decide that. But That's true. I have see. a feeling Sword and Shield is still going to reign over that because, yeah. you know, like, especially with the expansions now you have almost all you know i mean the vast majority of the, all the pokemon that are available with the expansions and the the main game and i, I don't know there's a like the dynamax and, and all of that yeah, i think is super huge still to yeah, this you're day you're not gonna have any of the dynamax stuff in right diamond and pearl remakes probably i guess we'll see yeah but also um the fans are really the ones who determine this so I mean, yeah. the community is really the leader in the way of Pokemon, and they've kind of made the rules so far. And a lot of the times with these games, uh, the mechanics and the things they do next come from the demand, and not only demand, but just how people choose to play it, um, mm -hmm. which is the next thing that I'm, uh, I want to ask you guys about with Legends so one of the big game changers, which one of the best times I had is I bought Pokemon Let's Go and good old Rusty, our buddy. I have Nick. a picture of him right in front of me. Do you? Yeah. It's a... uh, me and me and Malden and him at, I want to say it was uh, uh, maybe Lauren and Steve's wedding, uh, <laughs> <the>, my friends. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, he's just sitting right in front of me. I'm Aww, looking at him right it's now. Like he knew. Yeah. Uh, he came over, and I was able to take out the Pokeball uh, Joy-Con, and he used the Joy-Con, and we played two-player, which was fun. Because his Pokemon was the Gloom, mine was Pikachu, and we, we played the game. So mm -hmm. this is my, my question. So Pokemon always has a multiplayer aspect. Yeah. Originally, in 1996, a multiplayer aspect that did not exist in a lot of games if you weren't, like, Tetris, pretty much. <laughs> there wasn't many. There wasn't many. So, what do you think, if any, will be the multiplayer gameplay 
in uh, Legends? Um, I, I think it would be amazing if um, you could both uh, a one-player, two-player kind of networked play in the same universe. Yeah. I don't know what Nintendo would think of that. They've kind of generally not had a tremendous amount of uh, uh, good uh, network interplay. Uh, I don't, I don't play online games though. I don't uh, play with anybody uh, most of the time, so I I don't know where they've been at. But that would be so cool if uh, I could be playing and then my brother could be playing in the other room and we're uh, plopped in the same universe just doing somersaults all over the place. <laughs> Take down Arceus or the legendaries like raids. I mean, build a party. There's so much we don't know about this game, and that's the exciting part. I yeah, mean, because the speculation anywhere. starts now. I have a one question for you guys. Yeah. Who's your starter? Oh, this is a big one. <laughs> we talked about this, but I think I'm going to choose Rowlet. Now, I think we need to talk about this because this has your three uh, starter Pokemon. You have a, a fire type starter. You have a water type starter. You have a grass type starter, but they're all from different generations. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like yeah. watching uh, uh, the different Power Rangers from the different generations all on the <laughs> the one screen. You've got Cyndaquil from Generation Two. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Oshawott, uh, the water starter from Gen Five. Five. Yeah. And then you have Rowlet, the grass type starter from Gen se- Seven. Eight? Yeah, seven, seven. Seven. So, uh, and I think they're basically choosing the most, um, like, me- medieval-looking Final Evolution Pokemon. They're like, uh, like oh, feudal Japan-looking uh, Final Evolutions. Huh, mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Typhlosion, for sure. I'm, the only one I'm surprised is that they didn't go with Tepig. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Because Embor has that, like, I don't know, just like the filigree on his stomach and everything. Yeah. He kind of has that uh, Dynasty era kind of stuff. But, yeah, but I see it. Um, I'm going Oshawott. I always dunked on Oshawott and called it the sad ice cream clown. Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an ice cream cone, but the ice cream is a clown. I always got him confused. Oshawott confused with, uh, what's the other one? Oh, my God, it looks just like him. Oh my gosh! Um, Later on, um, Poplio, Poplio, the, the yes. one of the most forgettable. <laughs> yeah. No, is it Poplio? I don't think so. Hold on, hold on. I have to look this up. Look There's up, another but... po- Piplup. Piplup. Oh no, Piplup's a G. Piplup's cool as hell. And <laughs> yeah, Piplup... but Piplup and Oshawa look so similar. No, because Piplup's like a really cute little Pokemon, and uh, Oshawa. So is Oshawa. <laughs> He's got like... that big frown on his face and shit. I love it. Oshawa looks, looks like, like a... an old man. He looks like a, a little baby who's uh, dressed up in a business suit, and he's wait. He's I have to look at a picture of Oshawa. It's been a while. First day on the job. He looks like a uh, like. He a... looks like he has like that old man haircut where you're bald on the top, but you still got the side of your hair. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's cute. <laughs> it is cute. Look at his nose. He's got this big donkin nose and a little like <laughs> belly thing. But he's definitely say... a very unique uh, 
He's got a very unique style. But Dewat fucking rules. Yeah. Dewat's one of the coolest middle evolution Pokemon. Okay, yeah. so now I'm looking at pictures of Oshawa and Piplup next to each other, and you can't tell me that they don't resemble one another? Yeah, I guess they are the similar colors. They have uh, the exact but... <laughs> same shape. No, Literally, the exact same shape. Look at them. Look at them side by side. They're legitimately I... the same Pokemon with different faces. I can oh. see it. They're, they're similar. A little they're, bit. they're similar. Not not to be confused with every single fully evolved fire Pokemon being uh, fire fighting. <laughs> right, yeah. right, exactly. Well, no. I mean, if you want to go with starters that look the same, I mean, what is it? Uh, Trico and... Um, Snivy? Snivy. Are they super, don't look the same. No, they're super similar to what they are. Okay, so always... you think you think that Trico and Snivy look more alike than Piplup and Oshawa? Yeah. Sound off the color no. You are Venusaur, out of your mind. Venusaur and Torterra had a similar vibe about them. They do. Yeah. 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 Turtwig and Bulbasaur. I chose Turtwig. I, I mean, Turtwig. That was my boy. Turtwig is slow, but he's he's uh, he's probably the best grass starter that we've ever had. Wow. But speaking of that, I think I gotta go with my boy Rowlet. I just yeah, me too. Uh, All right. I, 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 I just think he's adorable. <laughs> but I mean, the other thing you are not really going to be missing much because in the trailer we do see um, Piplup, and we That's get that true. really cool animated style where it looks like somebody's drawing with like an old brush, um, which. So, like, the the art direction for this game reminds me of that Celebi movie that I was talking about, where, like, Ash gets put back in time and ends up with, like, a young Professor Oak who just wants to be, like, a Pokemon illustrator. Mm -hmm. And not only that, the whole thing that Professor Oak is doing is he's basically making a hand-drawn Pokedex. He's the first person that wants to catalog them all, and that is the point of this game. You are creating the first Pokedex. That screams me. I love that concept. Echo's just, Sarah! Yep, this game, this game was made for me. When you said that, I thought of the the old Sega commercials where it'd be like, Sega! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I can't wait. I, I think it's interesting that we're getting an, like, safari not even like like you think of open world in pokemon and we got like the whatever zone the, the wild zone this is a truly yeah. open and i world. always ran away from the wild zone because it just felt like an empty uh sad area where big hunking uh fighting type pokemon would come and try to beat me up like in high school they run oh. at you aggressively <laughs> and also it still feels like they're just doing their generic animations when they're out there it doesn't really feel as coherent and like together as this looks. Of course, it's the trailer for a game that's coming out in well over a well a year, I guess. Probably but. a year and change, yeah. Yeah, um, but still, I mean, all the questions, the what ifs to this are the most exciting part because yeah. the, the the in the movement. I mean, one of the biggest things that made Breath of the Wild the successful game that it is is the movement. Um, and it's yeah. interesting that with that terrible Nintendo Direct, they're uh, bringing back a Zelda game that is, for yeah. better or worse, you know, 
coming back. But one I'll of the tell big... you one thing: my character is always going to be going slightly down and to the left with my Joy-Con. <laughs> no, oh no! I could always fix that for you if you need. I might. <laughs> Because Sarah and I, we, we pop together. Her Joy-Cons right now are a yeah. lovely shade of lavender, and mine look yes, like a are. Super Nintendo controller. So, we can oh, no, I, had the, I had a similar issue with one of my older Joy-Cons, right, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but movement really does make a game feel like a, like a, a, a sweet treat. Like, uh, like, if you can do, like, a, a couple of jumps to speed yourself up. Like, I just love... Just mashing that button, like jumping, spinning, twirling, just feeling free in the the funky Pokemon universe. That's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be super fly. And you you can duck down into the grass and throw Pokeballs. You don't yeah. have to be in an RPG battle to catch a Pokemon. Pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, you could. Uh, uh, knife and Ekans for <laughs> sustenance, just like in my favorite game, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. And get your camo index up so that you can sneak up on the, the KGB. You rip the the top leaves off of an Oddish and put them in your hair and sneak up on a glue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... You do your, you do your best... Uh, Dodrio mating call. <laughs> <laughs> and you oh man, you beat me too. I was about to do one. Oh, uh, you could do one. Well, let me see. Let me see. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Very good. Yeah. Um. So while Nintendo delivered one of the most lackluster directs, and mainly because there was no direct for so long, and then we get one where we get a. A, a in the works Splatoon three trailer that's far away. Which also I was going to mention. So now Pokemon Legends and Splatoon three are coming out at like the same time. Well, I I'm wanna... overwhelmed. Well, we don't know. It's just, they're coming out the same year. Oh, did it not say early twenty twenty two? No, I think it just said twenty twenty two. Yeah, they didn't give a. All right, uh, Nintendo, give me some time to enjoy the games. I need time to collect them all. But I, I, it doesn't feel that far away. They put out a really solid timeline, and I guess I have a lot of questions about these Pokemon games, and they're really innovating. Where Splatoon three, other than you have a little fish guy, it kind of looks. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm excited to get more Splatoon, but like, it looks like Splatoon. Where we're getting what we asked for, Diamond Pearl. It looks like something that is a nod to nostalgia with, a, you know, fixed mechanics. And then we get something that is what everybody's been asking for but looks so fresh that it's like we just don't know. Like, how are we still guessing with Pokemon 25 years later? And that's exciting. Yeah, they love to uh, tease me. Hmm. Who does just In just the right way. <laughs> I'm well, pins and needles. Well, that, that's that's all I have on my notes for Pokemon 25th. Also, I'll see you guys at the Post Malone concert in game. Um, shout out to AIC Pods, Eric, who uh, sent a nice photo of his um, eldest daughter enjoying some Pokemon cereal this morning. Um, but, you know, there's Pokemon everywhere now at your McDonald's, in your cereal aisle. Uh, 
and soon on your Switch in many different ways. Yeah, and always in our hearts. Always in our hearts. Always in our hearts. Thanks for coming to the Daycare Dittos Direct. I didn't even bow, come bow, yet, bow, bow, bow. but I'll just have to watch the Direct again. And then uh, <laughs> uh, forecast for tomorrow is going to be rainy. Uh, Sarah, how were the sports? Uh, very sporty. <laughs> mm. Just like the spice. Yeah. Um, All right. That's the evening news. That's the Grand Slam. Stay tuned for the sequel to Young Sheldon. Younger Sheldon. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. I'm a baby. (laughs) Goodbye.